Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and all the rest of you smelly pigs out there. It is episode 66, is what you said, right? Yeah. That's right, episode 66. And uh, Dave is sniffing himself to make sure it's not him. No no comment. I'm not sure I'm included in that. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it's 66, so at like two-thirds of the way through the episode, realize that this is episode (laughs) 66.6. That's right. The most evil episode we've produced so far. Uh, It is Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat FM 99 and the Fox's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. You can find us lots of different ways, including on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab. Click ESPR, takes you right to our most recent episode, links you right to our SoundCloud. And that, in turn, is one of the places you can find us as well. SoundCloud and most of your major podcast apps like iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, just different options. Just go there, search, and type in ESPR. That always helps because, you know, otherwise, what are you looking for? Um, and we got lots going on this week. Got to talk about tons of stuff. But first, if you want to get in touch with us, which uh, I don't think anybody did this week. We got some emails. Did, well, I, I, and I, and I apologize. So I haven't really been paying yeah, attention yeah. to it. We're in a spot where we've uh, had a lot of hurricane coverage. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get a hit from it, but uh, but we were tied up with it. So. Right, yeah. And uh, I'm just, you know, kind of my plan here is. We're going to try and keep things uh, relatively brief just because Dave and I haven't had a ton of time this week to dedicate to wrestling. But don't get me wrong. We watched it. We're, we're, we're there. We were prepared. But uh, the episode this week, we're just trying to make sure we get something out for you guys because we've got Hell in a Cell coming up. we got to talk yes, about we that. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, so, again, if you guys want to get in touch with us, Facebook.com slash ESPR. Right? 99? Yes. yes. Okay. Twitter. Yeah. I, for some reason, I, my brain just went gone on that one. On the Twitter, at ESPR99, if you want to email us. ESPR at FM99.com. Those are the easiest ways to reach us, and we prefer you email us for questions, topics, you know, things yeah, like that. Yeah, a lot of emails, man. Holy Did God. we really? Yeah, Holy Chris, Jesus. Josh, Corey. Guys, we love you. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you not to because, I mean, great. I, we, we ask you all to, to, to do stuff, so please, by all means. All right, well, let's get to the news quickly then so we can get to uh, the rest of the show. Um, we have, let's see, uh, you brought it up specifically um, Ric Flair married again for, I don't know, the 14th time or something. <laughs> Woo. Hey, Ric Flair married Wendy Barlow, he, who was Fifi the Maid. Yeah, Fifi the Maid. Oh, I remember Fifi the Maid. I okay. bet you do, Dave. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, so this, is this what he means? going to walk that aisle because uh, this is uh, wife number five. Yeah, okay, that's what it is. Five, whatever. Fifteen, five, doesn't matter. You know, he was married to one lady for 23 years, by the way. And the other one for 12. I, and then, there's, a, there's a typo on this thing that I'm looking at. It says, Ric Flair and Wendy Barlow are married. Uh, Ric Flair and longtime girlfriend Wendy Barlow were married today in Florida. TMZ.com reports that Dolph Ziggler walked, oh, never mind. He walked her down the aisle. Yes, he did. That's strange. What's, I wonder why. Yeah, well, if all, I, I did know they What's were the friends. What's the connection there? I don't are know. they even friends? Or did Rick <laughs> just say, Woo! I need somebody walking down the aisle! Woo! And then he fell over. I don't know. For uh, no real reason. Tri- Trips was busy, I guess. I you guess. Know. I don't know. You know. Anyways, yeah, she was Fifi the Maid in WCW. They've dated, I guess, for over six years, so. I guess why not get married at that point? Yeah. Uh, congratulations to them, of course, and uh, hopefully this one this one sticks and we don't get any reports about her beating him up or anything. And, and Fifi the maid, by the way, for those of you who wonder, she wasn't a wrestler. Which she wasn't really like a valet, but she was a lady that would be there like, when Rick would take off like his Rolex watch or whatever else, and then you know she would just kind of be there. Right. No, she didn't really I agree. Have a role. Um, up next, we've got uh, Batista. Batista lately has been all sorts of Mr. Grumpy Pants, yes. um, <laughs> mainly due to the fact that, well, I mean, he had the issue going on with the Guardians of the Galaxy thing where they fired James Gunn, and he's very upset about that. But now he's upset because apparently he hasn't been invited to SmackDown 1000, which is a little crazy to me, yeah. especially when you read his tweet. He goes, surprise, surprise, I wasn't invited, and it's in my hometown. Guess not. by now I shouldn't be shocked anymore. I am surprised they didn't invite him. And B... 
I'm really surprised since it's in his hometown. That'd be an easy big pop they'd get for SmackDown 1000, yeah. you know? I'm I'm a little surprised by are, all that. Are they worried because they might go Bootista? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's possible, but I don't know. I don't think people have any kind of lingering. Uh, he, 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 he'd rather him. be a heel. I mean, he should. He one hundred percent would rather be yeah, a heel, but I don't I'm, think if it's just a random appearance for SmackDown one thousand, I don't think he's going to get booed. No, no, I think fans are fine with him at this point. He just the reason he got booed last time was because he was the guy they were pushing instead of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and that was just and he even knew that was going to happen. Um, but it, you know that he doesn't have to work like that this time. And you got to remember that Royal Rumble because you threw out Roman Reigns and people booed. He thought, oh, because they wanted Roman to win. No, 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 they no. We wanted, want- <laughs> we wanted anybody but Batista because we were telling you we wanted Daniel Bryan, but you were forcing us to. Really, Roman Reigns is getting the same treatment Batista did. Roman just hung around. That's yeah. all. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's pretty upset about it. Uh, what if it's a ruse? Speculation going out there that maybe uh, well, he keeps asking to be involved, and they just don't use him. I don't know if it's uh, – some people are saying that maybe um, his asking price is too high now that he's a big movie star, which is entirely – I mean, when you're The Rock, it's one thing. When you're Batista, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but he's nowhere close to The Rock's level. No, no. So I, mean, I don't know. Maybe his price is just too high for them to feel like it's worth the investment. Could be. I don't know. Yeah, that, I that, no that, idea. That's a good point. You know, because maybe they so well, when it came out last time, we had this, you know, pop of a .5 rating. The next week it came out, it was normal. So, yeah, it didn't move the needle But that seems to have happened with everybody they've tried to bring out recently. So, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's more just television audiences than the person themselves. Yep. Uh, and finally, Dean Ambrose revealed that he had a second surgery and an infection that delayed his WWE return. That's why he actually took longer uh, than people were thinking. Uh, he had to have a second surgery on his torn tricep. And uh, then he developed an infection, and that's, I mean, staph infection. He had MRSA. I, wow. I wonder I yeah. wonder if that was because didn't he show up somewhere, and then, like, they not send him away, but, like, was he not, not to not to wrestle, but was it was it around WrestleMania time, and then all of a sudden, like, he was scheduled for something, and then he just kind of um, went away for a while? I wonder the timeline of that was. I think uh, it doesn't say that he showed up. It says that he was scheduled to be back uh, after three or four months. But then he had all those issues, and he wound up having to stay longer. Apparently, yeah, he got really sick. It says here he almost died. Wow. And um, he uh, talked about how when he after a while with the surgery and everything, and he wasn't able to work out, and he was so sick, he said his arm was shrunken and skeletal. Like, that's weird. When you look at him now, he looks fine. Yeah. You never guess it, you but know? Maybe that was some of the rehab. Maybe that's like, hey, you know what? Maybe they said, okay, you're going to come back at this time. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to do everything I can to get in the best shape of my life. Right, well. Hey, you know what? He, he he is in great shape right now. Yeah. He's, he's doing a good job, and he seems to be thrilled to be back. It's just so, it's just so weird with the beard and the short hair. Hey, I love it, man. <laughs> I think it's a good look for him. I'm tired of everybody already having long, dark hair and, and the beard. You know what? If you want to have – I'm all for beards, but makes up the hairstyles a little bit. I mean, he still looks crazy, but that's the one thing I always liked about that because you just had that look of like, you know, it's like I don't he care like how I look. like Jim from yeah. The Office. I did not <laughs> menacing or imposing at all. Um, who's Dwight? Who's Dwight? Who is Dwight on that show? That's a good. All right, if you can tell us who you think Dwight is on WWE right now, and uh, let us know. We want you to identify it. If you could go ahead and do everybody from The Office as a WWE character, who you think they are, that'd be even better. I I have my Dwight. You have your Dwight, Baron Corbin. Eh. (laughs) I don't know because Dwight at least had a lovability to him. Yeah, I'm not true. sure. I'm not sure Baron has that. Yeah, I can't going really like for him. The only thing I like Baron today he ever did was when he uh, stopped uh, uh, Curtis Hawkins from winning a match when he came right, out. Yeah, I, I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, but so you know, if you have a Dwight, let us know <laughs> at ESPRFM99.com. <laughs> so that'll do it for the news right now. We're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back. We're gonna dive into uh, real quick. We'll just discuss the May Young Classic real fast, 
and then we're going right into Hell in a Cell, the preview for that. It's going to be big. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting DaveDynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. It's Eatsley Podcast. Repeat, I'm Sean. That's Dave. Hey. Because we didn't introduce ourselves at the top of the show. You're That's just like, right. who are these random guys yeah. yelling at me? I, it's us. Yeah. It's us. It's what we do. So just be happy about that it. That is Sean Hood. That I am Sean Hood, and that's Dave Taylor. And I'm Dave Taylor. That's right. Occasionally we go by <laughs> Casey and JoJo, but that, not today. Ever since our singing career died, we just decided we'll go yeah, by Sean and that, Dave. That didn't sit down on the stage and go well. Yeah, no, it didn't. Yeah. And then there was people that sued us that you know thought they were better than us. But anyways, yeah. um, so May Young Classic happened, round two. Uh, this week was good, too. It's a fun show. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on it just because I know Dave didn't watch it. Nope. Um, it's, it's round <laughs> one still, but it was the second episode. Um, so it was the second half of the original brackets. Uh, some good stuff. Priscilla Kelly was in there versus Deanna Parazzo. Parazzo is somebody that there's been a lot of eyes on. She's a great talent, and she was an alternate last year when somebody had to get out of the tournament. And she, uh, people like her, and she's very athletic, very uh, very interesting to watch. And the girl she was actually the girl she was against was the one that I was drawn towards more. First of all, she almost looks like a mashup of Paige and Peyton Royce. Uh, if you can imagine that. So like Paige, but with a longer, with a longer, I don't want to, not offensively, I don't mean this to knock Paige, but a longer, skinnier frame. Um, so, but I, that's the vibe I got from her. Um, well, what's her name? Priscilla Kelly. Dave's looking her up because he has to see now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she's the one who uh, I noticed right away. And um, But Deanna Parazzo wins. We're not a big shock there. She's advancing in the tournament. That's fun. Um, then you had Ariel Monroe, who's actually the wife of Cedric Alexander. Okay. And she took on, uh, I'm going to say this so wrong, this name even I don't understand, Zeuxis, I think is how you say it, but uh, she's a luchadora. And um, I was surprised that Monroe lost. I really thought that she was going to keep going. She's got good intensity. She's got good um, uh, charisma in the ring. Good ring presence. Oh, great ring presence. Both of them, though, a little off. Like, it just didn't click very well. And I'm not sure if that's if that's just, who you know, they're they're just maybe not up to that level yet. Or if it was just an off night for the two of them, I'm not quite sure. But it just there were some really awkward spots in there where they were hitting the ropes and they were coming at each other. And it was like one of them was supposed to duck, but they both duck, and it was it was just stuff like that where you're like, mm, this looks a little off. But the ending of it was great. Uh, we got the uh, Spanish fly from the top rope uh, at the end for Zeus. I don't. I'm the Luchadora, the lady who beat Cedric Alexander's wife. I can't get her name right. I even listened to them say it three times earlier so I could have it. I don't remember. Uh, then we got Rana Gonzalez, who was in the tournament last year, eliminated in the first round, um, up against Casey Catanzaro, uh, who is the, uh, the girl from uh, American Ninja Warrior. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's been training for less than a year. I'd like to point that out to be a wrestler. And she's pretty good already. So uh, good for her. She's incredibly athletic. She's, I mean, little, but she's likable. She's athletic. And she's entertaining, man. I think she's got a bright future ahead of her in the WWE. Katanzara gets the win, and uh, good for her. Good for her. And then the uh, main event of the show was Mercedes Martinez and Ashley Rain, who was Madison Rain in TNA, yeah. um, taking on each other in a first-round match. Mercedes I'm always a fan of, and I've, I've, I've grown to really appreciate Rain over the years. When she started out, I was like, ew, gross, because I just thought she was terrible. 
But man, she grew into the role and has become a really, really solid ring uh, in ring performer. I mean, sometimes it, you know it just uh, takes time because of this, you know, this maybe who they're working with or how right. They're no, for sure. Just well, I just never better. expected anybody I saw debut Green in TNA to actually yeah. get really good. Um, they, <laughs> some of them didn't hang around long enough. Some of them just didn't get better. But she was one of those who actually got better. Yeah, this is the one that I, I got not. You wouldn't confuse her with Marlena, but uh, she definitely has like it could be sisters or like a distant cousin or something. Marlena, uh, D- D- Dustin Reynolds, uh, Goldust. Uh, yeah, who are we talking about that you can compare her to? Oh, uh, Madison Rain. Oh, see, I don't see that at all. If you think Dave's crazy, email us at espr at fm ninety nine dot com. But uh, a good match between the two of them. They were the two. I mean, of the whole show, I'm looking at these two, thinking they probably have the most experience. And uh, Mercedes, who was in the tournament last year, made it to the semifinals, I think, or the quarterfinals. I can't remember. But uh, she was eliminated eliminated by ba- Baszler. Um, she wins over Rain, and she moves on. She's going to be taking on uh, Satamora in the next round. That's the match I'm most excited for in this whole tournament. That's going to be a hard-hitting, brutal match. So I'm very excited about that. So that was the show. Um, pretty good. Worth watching if you get a chance. Uh, I think they're doing a good job with this tournament so far. And now we turn our attention to the highlight of the week. It is the preview for... Hell in a Cell. Did you know that uh, before going into Hell in a Cell, there's been 38 Hell in a Cell matches? And when was the first one? 98? The very first one was October 5th, 1997. 97, okay. Yeah, and now the 98 one, which is why we saw Mick That's Foley, the Mankind one. That was yeah. the Mankind one. Right, the Hell in a Cell with Shawn Michaels was before that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's right. Yeah. Uh, so roughly 21 years. Little, well, yeah, yeah, roughly 21 years. That's too many Hell in a Cells in 21 years, Dave. That's far too many. Um, I'm sorry. When it's supposed to be this big, like, career jeopardizing match, I shouldn't have almost double the amount of matches as I do the years that it's been around. Yeah, I mean, looking back at last year, because you had the Kevin Owens Shane McMahon match, which is just—I mean, felt- I got that to a degree simply because when when you manage to make it a feud that's visceral, and it's about more than a title. I feel like it's more—it's worth it more. Now, don't get me wrong, it's Shane McMahon, whatever, just take that out of the equation. It's just the the nature of the feud. He attacked his father. He was going after his family. He that warrants that kind of level of 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 response. The hell yeah. in a cell match. But here's my problem. We have almost that exact same thing going around again. A guy going after somebody's family and making that the the the, the point of the feud. And they're not in a hell in a cell match this no. year. And I'm I'm blown away by that because I would kill to see AJ Styles and Samoa Joe inside yeah. of a hell in a cell. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. I think the ones we got are going to be good. But uh, I'm just, you know, whatever. Yeah. And last year we had the Usos and the New Day in a very and good. And they had a really good one. Yeah. They had a yeah. really Bruno, good one. I, 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 just, I just felt for uh, for Xavier Woods in that match, just when the he got, beating he took. Yeah. Yeah. He, he <laughs> Wasn't he the one who got uh, hit repeatedly with a kendo stick? Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. Uh, the, they had his hands up uh, kind of like tied up rough. on the uh, repost. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so we'll dive right on into this. What's the first match, Dave? All right. Uh, well, we got the mixed tag match, uh, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. I think this is a way for Daniel Bryan to take another loss without taking the loss. You see what I mean? Now, mm. what they could do here is they could give Daniel his win back, and it wouldn't really count because he doesn't pin the Miz. That, that, whatever, that, blah, that, blah, that's blah, what blah. I'm thinking here. But I'm not sure. I feel like they. I feel like they're not done dragging out the Miz and Daniel Bryan's feud yet. Oh, I don't think this is done. I, th- I think Brie pins Maurice, and then the Miz is like, "Well, you didn't beat me." I mean, that's yeah. very. It's very possible. But yeah. I think we get some more chicanery yeah. uh, and trickery that leads to Maurice pinning Brie. Um, because because they kind of make big because I think they want to be able. I think they want to be able to laud that over Daniel Bryan and Brie about how not only is the Miz better than Daniel Bryan, but mm. Maurice is better than Brie. 
You know, they're they're so much they, in the years that Daniel and Bree have been gone. They've been eclipsed by Ms. and Lon, or uh, Lana, excuse me, uh, Maurice <laughs> in that time. They've yeah. become the it couple of WWE. And, they, you know, Brie and Daniel Bryan aren't even on their level anymore. Um, that's just my thought. I could 100% be wrong, but I'm going with Miz and Maurice to get the win here. Right, I'm going to go Daniel Bryan and, and, and Brie Bella. I, I okay. just I just see Brie I, I, I Maurice see and, and, and that way. And, like, the Miz is like, well, you didn't beat me. Uh, yeah, could, I could Because they do have that match in Australia, which is supposed to be, like, a number one contenders match, which is weird that they've – Announce all this stuff. Before. Yeah, we'll have to see who has the title at that point because that'll determine who's uh, who who's going to win that number one contenders match. Yeah. So in any event, go ahead. Uh, what's the next one? All right, next match on the card. Speaking of which, uh, for the WWE Championship, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Not in a Hell in a Cell, despite no. the personal nature of this feud. No, no, th- th- I'm looking forward to this. I, I th- oh, the I, match should be fantastic. I like that SummerSlam, and, and I get the ending. I always hate that at major pay per views, but I get it. Uh, yeah, I do too because it was the first chapter in a very personal story, so you got where they were going with it. Yeah, and I really enjoyed the first one. However, I do kind of think that this time, I said it last time, but I'm going to say it this time again. I think Samoa Joe's walking out of there with the title. I think Samoa Joe is about to win the title off of Aegis Styles, and we'll finally be able to say Samoa Joe was WWE champion. Yeah, which I'll be honest with you, five years ago, I never thought I'd say. I loved the idea, but I never would have thought I'd say it. So, you know, you didn't give me Nakamura. Give yeah. Me, give me Joe. Let Joe be the champion. Uh, you know, AJ's had a, a long reign. A good long reign, a good, yeah. a good long reign, some, some good matches along the way. And I see this kind of like being a hot potato at some point. But Samoa's got to win a match because he's right. had some high-profile profile matches that he's not won. Yeah, no. But I will say this. This is the, the strength of his character is that he's able to rebound from that. Yeah. But that's the thing is I want that strong heel holding the belt right now. Yeah, don't 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 be the Becky Lynch of uh the, the title. <laughs> so I'm uh, going Joe. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, Joe. I am too. Look, looking forward to this match. I think that should be the match that closes the show we know it won't Joe's be. Joe's going to kill you. No, it's not going to be. No. No. Not with Roman on the card. No. no of course. Uh, now, speaking of Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm looking forward to this. I am, too. I, I am, too. Is is this one inside of a Hell in a Cell? No. No. no okay. Nope. I couldn't remember. Um, I, I want Becky to win so badly. Yeah. I want her to win so badly. I'm not sure that she will. But they have in the past. They haven't been shy about doing quick turnarounds on Charlotte with the t- with the belt. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if Becky wins. So you know, it just just my gut reaction. I'm gonna go Becky. I want Becky to win because I, I, I think you know Becky with good hair. And yes. the title belt. Well, yeah, the, the brunette Becky we saw. On we we'll call her that when she wins. <laughs> Becky with Becky with the title belt. Is she kind of? Um, you know, it's up to them where they really want to take this. But the reaction, she she kind of has this like Daniel Bryan Stone Cold kind of vibe going yeah. on right now. I think she's I think she very much has a Stone Cold early Stone Cold reaction yeah. going on, where she's technically doing heel stuff, but the crowd's loving her and getting behind her. Yeah. And I'm all for that. Yeah, I'd like, like to use this. Do a double turn right here. Do a double turn in this match. Come on, Without, you know, give me a Bret Hart uh, dead uh, Stone Cold yeah. match. Because because Becky hasn't like attacked other. Faces, you know, no. yeah, she hasn't done the thing. You know, this is more like a feud of, of I just don't like you, and I'm just gonna be, you know. Well, and that's kind of how Austin was. He wasn't yeah. necessarily hate. He didn't hate everybody. He wasn't a horrible person. He was just, if you're standing between me and my goal, you're my target. Yeah, yeah, because you know? yeah, he had kind of like multiple things going on. Because he just yeah. the pulled dog and Owen Hart, but obviously Bret Hart was his main adversary. Because mm-hmm. this is at a time when Bret and, and Owen and Davey weren't all on the same page. Yeah, this is, you know, before all, you know, the switch happened, but. 
you know, because Stone Cold was kind of heel, which was kind of weird because Owen and Bulldog were kind of the heel at that time too. But right. It was just a really weird time for the WWE. Uh, I, I want to see Becky win this match. Now, the question is, if she does win, and this would you know solidify the heel turn or whatever, yeah. does she cheat? Does she just kind of do something nasty and be like, steal the title, or is she going to win a fair I'd like her to just win. I'd really like her to just win. I could see them not being okay with doing that, but I don't know. I could also see them be okay with it, too, because Charlotte's lost before. She's just yeah. straight up lost. Yeah. So, uh, and I you mean, know, I mean, Charlotte's got that I beat Asuka thing going on. She doesn't need to be protected anymore. I mean, Carmella beat Charlotte clean. Come on, right? <laughs> so Becky should win clean. So I'm going Should. with Becky. Yeah, I'm going to go with Becky, too. Okay. Looking forward to that. Uh, let's go to the Raw side with uh, Ronda no. Rousey and okay. Alexa Bliss. Uh, Ronda Rousey, I mean, there's no chance Ronda's losing here. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless they do that whole natty thing we've been predicting for months. Um, I, I would be shocked that she gets pinned here in a, in a kind of a low, lower profile Yeah, match. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that this is going to somehow – I think they're I think they're going to build to whoever you know she's going to face with her as champion at Evolution. Yeah. So I think that's going to be the key there. Yeah, I, I know they got the rib storyline, but it it just they screwed. That's to they, make it they, seem like a Alexa stands any kind of yeah, chance. Yeah, they screwed this up. That the SummerSlam match should have been one of two ways: one that like Alexa just attacks her, and, and then at some point like just just gets put in the move. Well, and that's it. I was going to say you could have even done a flash win where, yeah. like you said, Alexa attacks her before the bell. Give me a big beat down. Alexa beating the crap out of her before the bell for like five minutes or something like that. Finally gets her in the ring. The rest are like, are you sure you want to do this? Sure you want to do this? Alexa comes at her, like runs at her. Ronda, flip her over, arm bar, the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't make Ronda look, you know, weak or anything like that. It you makes know, her like, look yeah. like a champ. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I'm with you. But now with the nature of the way her match went, I have such a hard time buying Alexa being any kind of danger to her. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't go for the rib angle, but it's just like like, like they're telling the She's story. She's going to have to be vicious about the ribs to make it really, really work. You yeah. know what I mean? She's going to have to be really vicious about it. It's like they're doing the story in reverse order because this is what they should have yeah. done for SummerSlam. And then maybe have her get trounced in the rematch or whatever. But, I mean, Alexa obviously is still very strong. It's just not looking good against Ronda Rousey. No, she's going to lose. Ronda wins. Yeah. The end. All right, uh, tag team championship uh, back to SmackDown. The New Day taking out Rusev and Aiden English. I'd like to say Rusev and Aiden just because I want to see them get a title run, but I don't. I just don't see it happening. I just, I just don't. I don't see New Day. I don't see them dropping the belts to them so quickly after they beat the Bludgeon Brothers. I, I, I'm gonna. And go if they do drop them to somebody, plus we also found out that I mean, supposedly the Bar is getting a title shot in the Super Showdown thing yeah. or whatever. Um, I see New Day facing them there. They'd rather have that strong foot forward. Yeah, well, when they did beat the bar at uh, it was the bar. Yeah, yeah right. It's the bar that they beat in the, uh, the tournament to get the title yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why it makes no sense that the bar is getting a title shot in yeah. Super Showdown. But whatever. I mean, and yeah. the bar also lost the tournament before that to the New Day. Yeah, to get <laughs> that shot against the Bludgeon Brothers. So it makes no sense that the that the bar is getting a title no. shot, but they are. Which no. also makes me think that the bar will win at Super Showdown. So I don't, you know. Maybe, maybe that's part of it. I, that's why I think Rusev and Aiden English win here. You can say, like, hey, Rusev Day, and he finally wins another title. And I'd love him you know. to. I'd love him to. I just don't know. You know what? I'm going to go with you. I don't. It's 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 the dark horse pick for me, but I'm choosing it. I'm going right. with them, and I'm going to say they're going to win. I wasn't trying to change your mind. No, I, I, I know, I, but I just, like <laughs> I, I got to be honest, I'm a little over New Day at this point. Not that I don't like them. They're great. They're great talent. They're very entertaining. I just want something new. I want something new. I wanted it to be the bar. I wanted it, you know, I was I was fine with the bludgeons for a while. I was really looking forward to a bludgeons bar feud. Yeah. You know, that could have been amazing. That would have been good. Um, by the way, how many more times can Eric Rowan get injured before they release him? 
This dude, this dude can't stop injuring himself. No, I, I, I just feel so bad because I do too. Yeah. Him so many times. He, he's always brought into a hot angle, yeah. and then he gets injured. So I don't know. I have no idea how that's going to go. Luke Harper showed up on NXT uh, at an NXT live event the other day uh, and challenged for the title. So I mean, the guy got to do something. Did he challenge for a title? He, I don't remember. He was in. He was. He was there. He, he faced right. somebody. But I mean, I, and I, you know what? I'm actually for that. When guys are in the tag team, yeah. and they get injured, somebody gets injured. If you have nothing for the guy on the main roster, do that with him. Use him on NXT yeah. and let him keep his, his game up and let him be involved in something serious. I want to see Luke Harper wrestle a match. And oh, my I'll, God. I'll watch him in NXT. Dude, I'd be so all over watching Luke Harper wrestle guys like Ricochet or uh, EC3 or um, – um, 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 Is it Lars Sullivan? Uh, Alistair Black. Or, yeah, there's Lars Sullivan. I mean, there's I mean, uh, uh, Johnny Gargano. I'd, I'd be all yeah. over watching some stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah, so. and this is not like the old like big guy, big guy match where it's like Mabel Yokozuna where it's like, oh, my God, turn this off. Because uh, these are guys that can move. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that's changed over time with the big guys. Is that you know they've oh, gotten now they're better. athletic? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know even like Big Show all the time are just like God. Now he's you know to me you know what's funny is they shouldn't even just do this with tag team guys if they don't have anything for them. For anybody you don't have anything for seriously. I mean if you have a guy in the main roster like okay just for an instant, uh, let's think of um, I don't know pick a dude who's not doing anything on the Mojo main roster. Mojo Raleigh. Mojo Raleigh who's not doing the main roster at the moment. Put him in NXT again. Let him be involved in a high, not doesn't have to be the top of the card, but a higher profile feud there. Let him work on some stuff. Let him build up, and then bring him up when you got something for him again. Yeah. Don't look at it as a demotion. It's just something to keep him going while he's work while he's waiting for a, something on the main roster. And, and it's weird, and I don't know like how hot this guy could have been, but but this, every time there's could be momentum, and then they just they take it away. When's the battle royal? As we know, is, doesn't really work out for anybody. And then, oh, nothing happens. You bring up the tag team. You're going to be a single star. But, oh, we, we, we're not going to put you on TV yeah, like, for a Why month. did you ever call the Revival up? You've done nothing with them. I mean, nothing. Like, you had them thing do a thing where they were going to challenge for the titles, and then we just forgot about it. Yeah. I was like, oh, never mind. That didn't happen. When, when, yes, it did. Don't, how dare you, sir? I have DVR these days. Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, tag team championships in Raw, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, uh, your champions, versus uh, Seth, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose of the Shield. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I really don't know how to call this one because neither team really needs to have the belts. No, no, it's, this is it's bad. That, this is why I think Russo. I'm going to say, wow, you know what? Hold on. I might say the Shield just because then they can tell a story about the Shield holding all the gold. Yeah. In uh, on Raw, and that could be a storyline they tell. Hey, you know what? Hey, man, a sh- a, a heel Shield. I'm just saying. In fact, spell it like that: S H E E L D Shield. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? That'd be great. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, you could do that storyline where they have all the gold on, on Monday Night Raw. Th- that, that, that's what I'm thinking. They're like, you know, who's going to beat us and then whatever else, and then they'll they'll beat up the entire roster like in two minutes. So. Yeah, something sure. like that, which they did and disappointed me on Raw. Yeah. Um, oh, here's an axe handle, it's, which is weird when, like, Dean brings out the axe handles because at that point, everybody was already laid out. <laughs> yeah, like, why did we need these again? Um, it's one thing when you have the equalizer when everybody's still standing, and that I get. Yeah. But why afterwards? Yeah. You already like, proved you were... Yeah, you're better. Oh, hey, by the way, just in case that's they get kind up. of heelish, <laughs> yeah. in all honesty. Uh, yeah, but but they're not. I mean, the way Braun has been portrayed, obviously Ziggler uh, and McIntyre. Let's not even. Let, I don't even. I'm so no. Just no, Dave. Just no. <sighs> I'm so upset about that. I don't love it at all. Yeah, they're just forcing so anyway, it. Uh, I'm gonna go Shield. I to hold I, all the I, I am too. So sorry, B team. You just. Uh, you're not the shield. I, you, know, you know, and I had hope that maybe in the rematch that maybe like the shield would come down to like Caught interfere. To, yeah, like you know, like. But no. Nope. Nope. <sighs> All right, Man, so- if you wanted to find a way to make everybody hate the rest <laughs> of the members of the Shield, 
You're on your way. Yeah. Anyways, move on. All right, two Hell in the Cell matches on the card. The first one, uh, which is, I think, a real interesting feud, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton, which is really hard to have an interesting feud with Randy Orton. But, uh, but I'm kind of looking forward to this because I think Jeff Hardy will be the star of the match. Uh, I'm concerned because Jeff keeps saying things about, like, he's a daredevil and he talks about the heights he's willing to go to and yada, yada, yada. I don't know what dumb thing they're going to have Jeff do in this match. Um, crazy concerned about it, though, at his age. Well, uh, could he climb, like, the inside of the cage and then, like, drop off that way? I'm or, sure he you know, could. You know, kind of like a... I'm, who, I'm sure who, he who could. Is, who is the... Do we do we think there's a chance he's not swantoning off the top of the hell in the cell somewhere? <laughs> it's Kalisto, that's right. Like I mean, in the elimination. Chamber. I feel like there's almost zero chance he's not doing that. Oh man, you know, uh, well, onto a table, spot. onto that's a, dangerous a table spot. or something. I mean, it's an entertaining spot. I just hope it's safe. That's all I want. I don't want Jeff. I don't want Jeff to get hurt. Shane McMahon so come out. Old. Let me do the spot for you. He's so old at this point. I just just well, it. we know we know Matt's basically done. You know what? Yeah. I, I think at this point, like Bray Wyatt's got to get involved in something. Something I don't know because because here, here's a guy that has nothing going on right now. By the now. way, yeah, that's a dude you could send to NXT for a little while. Yeah. Like I'd be okay with that because yeah. he has nothing going on. Yeah. And like you, I, I don't care what anybody tells me, they've had no plan for Bray Wyatt for at least the last six months. Yeah, yeah. 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 With with Matt Hardy being done, they didn't know what they were doing with the Matt Hardy feud beforehand. Yeah, and they don't know what they're they didn't know what they were doing with them as a tag team, and now they have no clue whatsoever. I mean, so. Orton should win, but I'm going to pick Hardy in this match. I'm going to go, hmm. But or, the, 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 I, Orton, but I, I'm, gonna I'm trying to think of who. I'm going to go with Orton, just because if they're really serious about this, he needs to be vicious in this match. Yeah. And he needs to really beat Jeff down. Uh, uh, almost this. to the point where they have to stop it or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I need to see him. You know what would be better? What it would honestly be better is not seeing Jeff do a crazy stunt like jumping like having Randy Orton do something to him, have like go back to the oh, like throwing the mankind and, off yeah, the cage, yeah. and something along those lines. Like I need to see Orton be vicious for all the promos he's cut about how he's going to reach a new level of violence and everything. So, and that would really establish Orton as a dangerous person on the roster. It would, it would. So, I think I'm going to go with Orton. I'm, I'm going to pick Hardy, um, but I, th- I think Orton should win. But I got a feeling that something with Hardy here. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe we'll see Bray Wyatt. Right. To, you know, if there's still this. Broken character, or whatever else, because Hardy's still you know, been kind of weird the last By the way, couple of weeks. Um, did you see the gameplay trailer for the new game? No. Um, I'd like to point out that um, the uh, uh, House of Horrors, House of Horrors matches on there. Yeah. Uh, no, Dave, you're the only person who's excited <laughs> about that. Even in the game version, it looks really dumb. <laughs> so wow. I'm very iffy about that. Anyways, um, yeah, but so you're going Hardy, I'm going Orton. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, no pre-show matches, by the way, announced at the time of this recording of the show. So uh, here's your last match in the main event of the – do, right? do you want to do that in the main event of the evening? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> in the main event of the evening. What is it? <laughs> what <laughs> is it? Uh, it's the Hell in the Cell match for the WWE Universal Championship with Mick Foley, a special guest referee, as Roman Reigns defends his title against Braun Strowman. Yay. Um. Okay, so apparently the the uh, money in the bank. That's what they're saying now. You know, I'm not sold we're, on we're, that. We're going to get some shenanigans here. I think what's going to happen is since Corbin's the one making the matches and he's a heel, this was my idea from the beginning, he took the briefcase, okay? And they've said numerous times that, oh, he's going to cash in his briefcase, blah, 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 blah. You know, okay, sure, fine. 
I don't buy it because WWE has a tendency of making crap up as they go. Exactly. With the rules of the briefcase and everything and, and what they're doing and everything. And I think they could get around this. There's a way to explain this, but they have to make it seem – they have to do at least a little work to make us believe that this was a plan. It didn't just something they thought of it by, you know, at the last second. Um, I think what's going to happen is we're going to have the match. There will be tons of bells and whistles to this match, I'm sure. Um, but I think Roman's going to win, Okay. I think Roman's going to get the win in the match, but then I think Finn Balor is going to bring out the briefcase and allow uh, uh, either either he himself, or I think more logically or more likely, he will give it to Strowman to cash in after he's lost the match. Like he can do a beat down on Roman, and then he'll cash it in, and then he'll beat Roman for the title. Finn Balor. No, 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 no. You said Finn. Finn. Yeah. I meant, I'm sorry. I meant Baron Corbin. Uh, I, I, I was like, wow, that would be interesting. Well, they've been feuding, so it's been in my head. And I, I, in my head, I was thinking he doesn't have a match with Finn Balor on this yeah. card, so Corbin's going to need something to do. Oh, so, I, I think he's, he's definitely getting involved in this. So, so yeah. I, I'm thinking, is that because he holds the briefcase? He could actually be the one to cash it you, in. You know, and make it a triple threat and either steal it or, or – By he, the way, hold he, on. If you're a heel, dumbest idea in the world. You wait until they're both completely down. Don't you dare come out and make it a triple threat. That's just silly. Or he comes in in the triple threat and then he gets beat again, so he can be the first Money in the Bank loser twice or whatever. You could, but don't just don't. You know, in that way, could then Braun's like? I mean, if you, I didn't get beat. Here's my thing: Braun could. I, I think and so. Okay, just my prediction is: I'm going with my original prediction before I get confused. Braun loses, then Braun wins. That's what I'm saying. So my original prediction is. Are we gonna are we gonna count the anything happening after the match? Or are we just yeah, counting we, the original? Well, we, pin we, count, the original? We, we, we could do post match shenanigans. Okay. You know, well, for the original match, I'm picking Roman winning. All right. Okay. Then my my secondary filler thing here is that Braun will then win after that. You know, and, and that is something that we've brought up in the past where like when Seth Rollins was like in the title match where it's like, well, he didn't cash in, he's just in the title match and like say, you know, the match ends, but then he can get that rematch right away, which mm-hmm. is always possible. Yeah. I think Roman's going to win both, but I think it's only because Corbin. What? No, it's only because of Corbin. I don't think Braun even. Yes, gets, but how dare you imply that they would put us through two Roman victories back to back? But I don't think Braun loses. What I mean, like yes, but how dare you imply <laughs> that they would put us through two Roman Reigns victories back to back? Or just one, and somehow like Corbin screws it I up. I will right? say this: Roman might be or Braun. Jeez, oh, Baron might be the one guy that will get Roman cheered if he pins him. Yeah. Because I um, people are not high on on Baron right now. No, so no, he's gonna he's he's Dwight, but less likable. Yeah. Maybe he's Andy. <laughs> Maybe he is Andy. I bet you he wasn't an acapella group loser. Um, <laughs> so that's telling a cell. That's our show. We uh we got all hellular and cellular for you. A ton of emails, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Let's dive into those. Real uh, fast. Rapid fire emails, Dave. Right, Here we go. Corey, I'm just gonna shorten this up. He says, looking. At oh the- wait, we forgot. <laughs> The listener mail music. Okay, now rapid fire. Do you want to bed with this? Um, we could. All right, I'll, if you I'll, want to do that, I'll, go right I'll ahead. Do it It'll right probably now. be right about here. Yep. Okay. All right, uh, Corey. I'm Corey. You wrote a nice long email, uh, but I'm just gonna. Say He's gonna skim it. The, the bottom line. Looking at the card, I think most of the show will be decent. Most of the feuds on here have been built up nicely, and I thought they've done a good job with building up the matches. We a lot of them they have. Of them. A lot of them they have. There's a couple they haven't. Yeah. I do think on paper this looks like a good show, but you know we said it about the last like two or three shows. Yeah. And we've been sorely disappointed by a lot of it. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm I'm I'll, I'm at a point now where I'm like I believe it when I see it. 
Yeah. Uh, Chris Ritson really don't know what to think of the Shield, Braun, Ziggler, McIntyre storyline. Uh, I mean, he likes some of the guys together, but when they throw Roman in the Ricks mix, I'm not a fan. I like Braun. I'm not really a fan of Ziggler. So, yeah, you're putting the guys together that some people like and then some people don't like. Right. You know, it's which well, that's kind of what stables are. Yeah. You just put people together, and they're not everybody's a fan of everybody. Um, I'm fine with Roman and the Shield more so than I am Braun with Dolphin yeah, yeah, Ziggler and McIntyre because that they – and this is because they have a prior story together as debuting yeah. as the Shield. Never explained why they're back together. Braun, Braun Ziggler, and McIntyre have no like when Ziggler and McIntyre got together, it was already weird. Braun has even less of a connection to them, so it, it's, it just feels like an awkward, weird team. Which you know, I, I think this doesn't fit like how Braun's been presented. Now he's like, well, now I'm the heel. I'm gonna hang out with these guys, and I don't. Know. Yeah, no, I agree. It doesn't fit. Uh, Josh writes, Josh had a couple emails. Uh, he says, am I the only one that thinks that the Randy uh, Orton and uh, Hardy match should be good? My friends are down on it, but I have high hopes. No, I think it should be good. So, uh, is okay. it going to be a slower pace match? That's the one thing I yes, do worry about. It's the match 90-year-old with- <laughs> Jeff Hardy and then Randy Orton, who works a slow pace when he's working fast. So, yeah, it's going to be a slow match. Uh, at least add Bobby Roode to the mix. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'll go to bed. I swear <laughs> to God, I'll go to bed. <laughs> Uh, Josh also writes, is Michael Cole trying to suddenly start the Dogs War as a faction for Braun Ziggler and McIntyre? Did I hear that right? Holy cringe. He did say it. It is cringeworthy. And I hate it even more because we've had the Hounds of Justice. That's been the thing forever. Do not go with another dog thing. Just don't. Leave it alone. Stop trying to force it. Did you watch NXT this week? I, I did not. Just with the weather. Um, did I? I don't remember if I did or not. Uh, what the heck happened on it? Right. Well, there's a jobber team, Loken and Birch. Yeah, uh, they're not. That, I, th- I mean, they took on some jobbers. They took on some jobbers. Oh, okay, I was gonna say they're not a jobber team, you jerk. But he said, <laughs> I misread. It. He said, "Who's this jobber team that Loken and Birch are against?" Uh, those are some good-sized Vince-looking wrestlers. Uh, I'd have to look and see who it was. Yeah, find some. Oh, Cesar Bonani and Adrian Jaoud. Um, I, okay, Cesar Bonani. It's eh, fine. Adrian Jaoud, I actually really like that guy. He's got um, a background in judo and uh, jiu-jitsu, I think. Uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I think, is his specialty. And, dude, he's good. Like, he works it into his style really well. So I'm pleased that he's doing stuff in NXT um, on that one. It was, it was, it's, it's, it's really nice to have a guy with that different kind of style out there every once in a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's who it was. It's, Jaoud is a guy you should look into. You know, I, what I do like about NXT is that they do have some guys that are, you know, the job guys, but at, at over time, you know, they, they kind of rebound and stuff. You know, like a Lars Sullivan or some of these guys that, like, uh, Velveteen Dream, who you don't initially take seriously until until they, like, get in that role and it just fits them perfectly and stuff. Uh, Nikki Cross. Yeah. Okay. Who's still in NXT for whatever reason. Uh, but she had a crazy match with uh, Bianca Blair from the notes I see. Yes, she did. There you go. Yeah, that, okay. That's. I think I hit all the emails there. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. appreciate it, guys, as always. Right. right. Uh, yeah, of course we do. We love hearing from you guys. In any event, uh, so I guess that's it. We've been hellular. We've been cellular. We got social, and we did news. Man, it's, it's yeah. So all the it, things we squeeze into this program kind of surprises. And it's not a six-hour show on Sunday. No, no, thank God. <laughs> Just remind uh, everybody uh, again. You can find us lots of different ways. Uh, Facebook.com uh, at slash ESPR99, Twitter at ESPR99, ESPR at FM99.com. You can email us. Of course, we'll be yours in the show too. Plus, again, find us on all your major podcast apps. Just search ESPR, especially if you're on iTunes. Please give us a five-star rating and a review. One guy gave us three stars. <sighs> yeah, thanks, man. No, just, I mean, hey, that's his review. That's his review. He didn't bash us or anything. It was just, darn it, we were looking for five stars. Um, but you know what? That just means we got to get better. That's what it is. 
Or maybe you got to get better. Maybe that's what it is. I'm going to blame Wait, you. Are you pointing at me? I'm blaming it. It is the royal <laughs> you. It is everybody but me. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so stick, uh, well, not stick around because you'd be waiting quite a while because yeah. next week is when we will be back to review Hell in a Cell as we eat, sleep, podcast, and continue to repeat. repeat.